millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. I'm Mark Butcher and welcome to the following on podcast. The TalkSport team are with you every day of the South Africa series. We will have exclusive player content, highlights from the action and the views of myself, Stephen Harmison, Darren Goff, Matt Pryor and Alex Tudor throughout. Subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes or Spotify and thanks for listening. Here on the, the outfield, the floodlights are starting to, to take effect. The grey clouds are starting to roll in. We're hopeful that uh, it's not going to herald one of those uh, legendary thunderstorms that you get here late on in the evening in uh, Johannesburg. England running out winners by uh, two wickets. It perhaps wasn't as emphatic as they would have liked. And given the, uh, the rollicking start they got from uh, Jason Roy and in particular Johnny Bairstow, um, they may well have thought that this thing would have been done and dusted in the, around about the 35th over with two or three wickets down. But England's middle order... Looked a little bit rusty once again, Owen Morgan only making nine. Um, Joe Denley was impressive once more, coming in at number five with 66. Tom Banton gave a glimpse of what we might expect to see from him in the future with 32. Uh, but in the end, it was the uh, the old hand, the uh, the cool head of Moeen Ali. Actually, I'm pleased to say that Moeen Ali saw the game right the way through uh, to finish up 17 not out, because there have been one or two occasions when England have been in... Uh, that sort of situation with a few runs needed and a few wickets left where Moeen has, uh, has holed out and left the, the tail to it um, and it hasn't worked out well for England. Anybody remember Scotland uh, for example? So England finished up 257 for 8. Moeen Ali, uh, a welcome return to the side for him and uh, Adil Rashid, both of whom bowled up really nicely and with some menace um, in South Africa's innings. Uh, and England have squared up the series. They uh, maintain that unbeaten record in uh, one-day international series, multiple game one-day international series, I should say, again, remembering Scotland, um, <laughs> that goes back to uh, the India Tour of 2016-17. Uh, um, and as you said, Macca, the, uh, every single hue of pink has been seen out here today from uh, sort of like the lightest of rosés to uh, Alex Tudor's um, 
well, I can only describe it as something from, from the 80s, this sort of hot, hot pink that you might have seen uh, worn, adorned by the breakdancers in those 80s movies. Um, Tudes, uh, what did you make of today? What did you make of England? What did you make of uh, the, the sort of overall vibe of uh, this One Day International series? I think, uh, especially one of the questions we'll ask Owen Wilgens, what, what's he learned from the two games? Obviously, there was a rain-affected game in Durban, so he wasn't able to see the players that he would have liked in that game. But... Um, what I was impressed with, I was impressed with Chris Jordan up front. I thought he bowled really well, was on the money. Sometimes he takes a while to get into his spell, but he was on it from ball one, was showing shape, keeping it up to the back, bowling at good pace. And I think what it shows is the quality of Moen Ali and Adel Rashid in that middle period. They come in, I think they, you know, four wickets for 94, I think it was, in 20 overs, just shows you the quality that they bring. And in those middle orders, when it can drift, they're still able to take wickets and it's hard for the batsmen to get away. So I think um, Moen Organ definitely knows that, uh, you know, you can't really leave those guys out, um, especially in important games. And, and they've put their name in the hat. And as Mark Nicholas rightly said, they look well rested. They, you know, in training leading up to this, they were putting on a lot of work with Jeetan Patel and it looks to be bearing fruit. And I'm sure they'll want to continue that into the 2020s. Yeah, Adil Rashid, um, the, the worry about Adil Rashid has been a shoulder injury. Um, it, was, it was pretty much uh, obvious in the World Cup that even though he was able to perform, he was able to, to, to get through his duties in the World Cup, that he didn't quite have the, the fizz on the ball that he would have liked. Um, and it turned out at the end of the competition, he was carrying that shoulder. Um, and that, there's been talk that that might be endangering his career going forward, but I didn't see any sign of that today. Um, he had impressive pace, um, impressive control. The googly uh, did for two or three batsmen in the, uh, the middle of the innings. And so that's a, that's a huge bonus. And the, and the question I suppose you could throw out there, Alex, is that um, with, the, with the selection for a test uh, match tour of Sri Lanka coming up, might they decide, might they ask the question of Adil Rashid as to whether he'd make himself available or whether he'd accept the invitation to go on that tour? Because, um, you know, it, England's stocks are not over brimming. I think Don Best bowled magnificently here in the, in the test match series for sure. Um, and, and Jack Leach, all being well in terms of his fitness, will certainly be on the team sheet. But to have that, uh, that, bit of, that extra bit of mystery in Sri Lanka, would you ask him? I think you definitely would ask the question. I think you'll ask him. I mean, we were impressed with him in training, and I remember you saying in, in Newlands when he was warming up, his shoulder's got to be all right because the purchase he was getting and the speed he was bowling, if you've got an injury, you're not doing that, and especially with the googly and the great man Shane Warne. You know, that hampered him after his shoulder injury. He weren't able to bowl that googly, and Adil was able to do that pretty much at will and land it where he wants. And, uh, you know, I think the question will be asked, I think, you know, obviously in Sri Lanka there'll be some overs that he'll have to bowl, so obviously it's the amount he will have to do, but, you know, it's, it's all hindsight, isn't it? I mean, it, it's a question that I'm sure the selectors will have to think. As you rightly said, Don Best bowled extremely well when he was here, but I just think that uh, Adil and Moen are just at a different level at the moment. Uh, Claire, Claire Cowan joins us out here on the outfield. Uh, Claire, disappointment in the end for South Africa, but I guess given that, uh, that, that most people, English and South African, would have put this series down as a 3-0 win to the, to the world champions, um, they've, they've, come, they've, they've done pretty well. They've exceeded expectation, perhaps. Oh, absolutely. I think they definitely have exceeded um, expectations. And I think the great thing was they gave some youngsters a good run and, and the youngsters have stood out. You know, and Giddy struggled today. It, he just didn't have his rhythm. It didn't seem like he was getting to the to the crease and bowling with sort of full delivery and 
he struggled with his line and length the whole day. But picking up three wickets at the end of the day would be a, a little bit of something, a little bit of a silver lining, not really, but something. And Sapamla, I think, has done really, really well. He's a youngster, it's only his second ODI, and he's bold with energy. And, and when I would almost say his role model was struggling at the other end, he sort of put his hand up and said, I'm going to give it a bash and I'm going to do the best I can. So I think the youngsters coming into the ODI squad have sort of beefed things up a little bit. They've got some energy out of it. And, and there's definitely a little bit more enthusiasm from the, from the South African team. Yep, uh, Quentin de Kock as captain has uh, has not lost his first series in charge, uh, far from it. They were worthy um, sharers of the Momentum Trophy. Uh, just seeing now that the uh, Momentum Man of the Match will be England's Adil Rashid. Um, three for 51 for him, a welcome return to the side. And both he and Moeen Ali, um, I'm guessing, would have been very, very happy to have the, uh, the pink and blue shirt of England on their backs uh, once again. Uh, it is... Uh, a cool evening here, but there are one or two drops of rain beginning to fall as uh, some rather foreboding-looking dark clouds appear over the uh, the golf course uh, end of the ground. Um, it looks as though we might be getting a, a chat with one of the uh, the South African players who is looking absolutely gorgeous in uh, the change pink strip for South Africa. David Miller, lovely to see you. Um, very well played. Must be uh, good to good to get the chance to get out and have a hit finally. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, it's been a little bit frustrating. I mean, you know, guys have done really, really well and uh, not getting a chance the last game and the previous one, uh, but nice to put my hand up and uh, nice to, to contribute. I mean, that's what we train for and what we prepare for, so it's always good. Is, is, that your, is that your sort of stated role in the side? You know, we often sort of wonder as to whether or not you might get yourself coming in at four or five or something like that, but you, you're, in at, you're in there at six. Is it, is it absolutely your job? in the squad to see home the last 15 overs of an inning? Yeah, I think so. I mean, with the experience I have, I mean, I would love to bat higher, to be honest with you, but uh, it just hasn't worked out that way with the series that we've got, you know, new guys coming through. So trying to mix a bit of experience with the, um, amongst uh, some of the new guys. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, we'll just see how we go as we as we move forward with, this, with the side. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's always nice to contribute. Your uh, first impressions of uh, Quentin de Kock as, as a leader in the dressing room, how has that gone? Yeah, he's been good. He's been, uh, you know, he, he's a man of few words, but uh, on the field, you know, he's, he's got a great idea of the game, uh, great understanding, and, uh, you know, I think he's he's really uh, matured a lot over the couple of the last couple of years, and, uh, I mean, he, we all know what, what kind of player he is, but uh, it's nice to see him stepping up. If you've got a... a one or two players who are ready to come in. Dale Stane's going to be coming back in for, for the T20s. That'll be a, a real lift. I'm guessing there's a few guys in the dressing room who have played a great deal of, of cricket with Dale. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's an he's a absolute war horse. You know, he's, uh, he's been around for serving of the game for many years and uh, it's, a, it's a privilege to play with him. And uh, he's actually fit again and, and obviously bowling as well as he used to bowl, um, if I can say, through all his injuries the last couple of years. But uh, he's back up, he's got a slow ball going, he's, he's got a bit of zip in the, in, in the wicket, so exciting times. Also, uh, with the World T20 coming up, um, a, a massive opportunity for some, perhaps some of the older guys maybe, to have a sort of a last hurrah in front of the world stage. I'm not including you in that, by the way. Mm. But, um, you know, th there must be a real excitement. There, there, there is a, there's a chance in the T20 format for, for everybody goes in there uh, with a chance of winning that tournament. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's a big... Uh 
competition going up uh, at, at grabs at the end of the year, so we need to just, uh, you know, it's always that uh, throwing the dice a couple of months before and trying to see, you know, what we've got. Um, you know, a couple of older guys have left and, 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 you know, we've got to build something pretty quickly. So, yeah, I mean, it's exciting times, like I said, obviously with the management that we've got, uh, we've got good support, so it's great. Tarot Shamsi is going to be an important guy for you guys going forward. Um, it looks as though he's enjoyed stepping out from the, uh, the, the celebrating and sprinting shadow of Imran Tahir. Yeah, he's uh, taken that role on uh, extremely well. Um, uh, we've had to tell him to just calm down a bit. Uh, he can't phone home and, uh, you know, be, bring out the magician stick. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's nice that he's, he enjoys what he does and, uh, you know, he, he definitely expresses that. David, great fun uh, watching you smoke a few out of the park at the end of the day there. We hope to see a bit more of that in the T20 series. Thank you very much for talking to us. Cheers, thanks very much. Appreciate it. David Miller is uh, uh, a very, very fine striker of a cricket ball. And uh, he's also had a, a little go uh, of, of the captaincy reigns. He was, I think he was made captain of the, uh, of the Kings Eleven Punjab. He didn't last for particularly long, he, but he's one of those guys who, who for me in the South African team needs to be more prominent. Um, and I don't just mean batting further up the order. I think he's, he's somebody that has a status in the world game who perhaps is, is, hides his light under a bushel a little bit. He doesn't push himself forward. Is, is that how you see it? Could he, be, could he be a bit more of a driver in this young South African team? I mean, he's a revered cricketer, but you've just said, I mean, he can strike a ball remarkably well and so cleanly. And we've seen it in the IPL and, and Big Bash and all these competitions. And sometimes when he, you know, for South Africa, he, not saying he doesn't quite step up, he does step up, but... He could easily take more responsibility. He could easily take some of these youngsters under, you know, under his wings and, and guide them. You've got some exciting young batsmen in the in the ODI squad. Yanaman Milan, unfortunately, we didn't see, but trust me, he he's exciting. And and some of those youngsters that uh, David Miller could just impart a little bit of experience um, onto the youngsters. Uh, Owen Morgan and uh, Quentin de Kock up on the big screen have both got their hands upon uh, the uh, One Day International uh, Series trophy. Uh, it will not go home with either of them. England have uh, managed to square up the series one apiece. They won the uh, the third and final ODI by uh, two wickets. It was by no means straightforward. Uh, they were only chasing 257 and made a bit of a mess of it towards the back end. Uh, there were more runs for uh, Joe Denley um, and it looks as though we may have uh, Danny Rubin, the England media manager, bringing uh, England captain Owen Morgan over to speak to us. Uh, in fact, here he comes. Big grin on his face. Owen, um, did, did you get everything you wanted out of, out of that series? Obviously, you, you lost a game, which was not ideal, but uh, with what you had, were you happy? Uh, no, probably not all that we'd have wanted out of the series. I, I thought we were quite rusty in Cape Town, both with the bat and the ball and in the field. So to come back like that, probably in a rain-affected game at Durban, I, Ideally, we would have played a full game, given opportunity again to younger guys coming through who proved their worth again today. Joe Denley, Tom Banton, uh, opportunity for um, Matt Parkinson and Durban. Um, but today, I thought with the ball, we bounced back beautifully. Uh, I thought we had the best of conditions up front and really did make the most of them. If, if we weren't taking wickets, we were being quite accurate with the way that we were bowling. Um, and in the, we backed that up in the field. Uh, with the bat certainly chasing on a wicket like that is, is, is going to be a challenge. Uh, if you look like you know, man of the series, Quinton de Kock didn't manage to play a free-flowing innings today, so that's an indication of what the wicket was like. But after having a commanding partnership between the two Joes and then Tom and Joe, 
we would have liked to chase that four or five down. Um, so de still developing the ruthlessness within the performance, but all in all, we probably didn't get exactly what we wanted out of the series. Sacking Mahmoud uh, with the new ball, that was, uh, that was impressive, wasn't it? Very impressive. I thought the control that he showed when there was a little bit on offer on debut is, is very rare. I think debuts very rarely go right for anybody. The, historically, you need 10, 15 games under your belt before you can show maturity and, and, and the level of skill that Saqib showed today. Well, he, he was certainly impressive. Um, must be delighted to have uh, Moeen and, and Adil back, and uh, particularly Adil looking really sharp. I mean, that, that shoulder looks to have healed itself. Yeah, it does. You know, I suppose the pace is the, the complete difference. His variation is, is always incredibly un yeah, hard to pick um, but that pace that he's bowling the fizz that he's bowling with you know he's been bowling all week in the nets and has every one of our bats in his pocket so it's it's not nice to face and certainly not nice to face it's it's in a game but having those two guys back are two two match winners for us um, and, and probably more so today, Adil's day-to-day -day really does show how, value, how much value he holds in our squad. Now, throwing things forward, I mean, it's appeared to us, and you can, you can refute this if you like, that you're kind of looking perhaps more towards the T20 series at the back of this with a view to the, to the World T20. What do we expect to see from you guys in the, in the shorter form uh, in this upcoming week? No, that's that's accurate. Um, our priority is the T20s uh, with the other guys coming in. Joffre isn't available, obviously, through his injury, but you've Mark Wood, Joss Butler, Ben Stokes back into our strongest 11. And I think what you'd like to see from us is, you know, constantly putting pressure on the opposition you know, within the framework of which we play with it allows guys to go and express themselves and, and, and play a free-flowing game but amongst that guys are playing a lot of games and, and a lot of crickets so are the very experienced so in amongst that we want to see some smart cricket and with the World Cup starting mid-October we need to find guys getting into roles that where there's absolute clarity where we can get the best out of them. So unlikely to be a, a great deal of experimentation then in the uh, in the next three games? Uh, experimentation, there'll be none. Um, we're going to pick our best 11 uh, that we feel is the right to win the game. It doesn't necessarily mean we'll win the game. South Africa have proved that they're, they're very strong, even with big names missing. So we'll be picking our best and strongest 11 for all three games. Turn it on to yourself. How's, uh, how are you feeling with, with the bat? Not gone your way in this series so far. Um, but uh, well, you proved that you, there's a comeback in you every single time people write you up. Absolutely. Well, the two innings that we've played so far, I haven't got runs. So I'm not, I'm not even a one in four man. I'm more of a one in six man to get runs. So I, I'm quite happy. Um, I'm looking forward to the T20s. I had a good run of it in New Zealand. I really enjoy the format. It's extremely exciting, entertaining. So, yeah, I can't wait for the three games. Great stuff. We can't wait to see you play. Um, thanks for talking so honestly to us. Uh, the rain is starting to, to fall out here on the uh, the outfield at Newlands. We've got uh, Sam Curran and Matt Parkinson are, d are lapping the ground, um, uh, breathing in furiously the uh, the thin air up here on the on the high veld. Um, it was very honest from Owen Morgan. Uh, that, I love that. In fact, you know, you're not going to experiment in this next series. No, no, we're not. We're going to play our very best side and try and wipe the opposition off the park. That's kind of what you would expect. And it, and it in many ways, it justifies England's approach in this 50-over series, Alex. Yeah, he's an impressive man. That's why he's sought after as a captain. He, you know, he's authoritative. He, he knows what he wants. He knows what direction he, he was going. And I think we saw that, especially in that first game in Newlands. We the certain ways that he was using Chris Jordan. I was thinking he was under bowl, but he was using him in that sort of T20 role. We bowled two up front, and then obviously with only 28 to get, he comes back on and try and show his skills, and he ended up getting Bavuma with that one that skidded along. So 
you know, he knows what he wants to do, and I like that. He says he's not going to experiment. We're going to see the best and strongest team out here. As you say, you know, there's a lot of cricket coming up, and he's not going to um, experiment too much. He's going to play his strongest team, and uh, I think the viewing public are going to be in for a spectacle. Yeah, I think they will. Claire Cowan, last word from you. England have, have thrown down the gauntlet. It's going to be the best team they can possibly pick. Um, can South Africa match them, live with them in the upcoming three T20s? Well, I think it's going to be an exciting series. I think South Africa are going to have a similar approach. Uh, they're going to want to get the best out of their all their players and make sure people are cementing their spot going into the T20 World Cup. You don't want to muck around. You want to play your best cricket up front and put some pressure on the opposition. Well, that's uh, about it from us out here on the ground. Uh, the ball ring is, is almost empty. There is detritus everywhere as uh, people have, have left their uh, positions in the stands to go and take some cover. The clouds are rolling in. It is starting to belt down with rain. The series has finished up 1-0. The Test Match Series finished up 3-1 from England. I'm Mark Butcher out here for TalkSport 2. It's been an absolute pleasure bringing uh, this part of England's tour to South Africa to you. Stay with us because there's three pulsating T20s coming up. You won't miss a thing here on TalkSport 2. Ahead, England win the toss again, huh? What do you decided to do? Yeah, we're going to have a bowl today. Can you change some of your, your personnel? Yeah, we have. Uh, we've Saki Mahmood coming in to make his debut. It comes Mahmood. And that's an inside edge caught behind. No, he's bowled him. Hendricks has to walk off. And that's a massive moment. His first wicket, he'll remember it forever. Well bowled, son. Here's uh, Jordan once again. And, uh, this one is flipped away nonchalantly by De Kock for six over mid-wicket. The boomer has just stroked an absolutely beautiful drive through extra cover. And so far, him and Quinton de Kock have put on 159, 119, 57, 64, 140, and another 50-run partnership. Cheated once again. Oh, that's another big appeal. Finger up. Verona goes on this occasion. He's in straight away. Van der Dusen taking on the pad. England one down. They've got it. Two in two, LBW. Now, what's going on? He's walking back out. Sorry. They've just said that the batsman yeah. used the review. Now he's saying it's too late. What <laughs> is going on? And they're saying Van der Dusen can review this should he want to. And we're going to be sent. Moeen in. He's bowled Van der Dusen. Middle stunt lying on the ground. Rassi Van der Dusen, what an interesting... Eight minutes he's had at the crease. I've got that feeling the shot's coming here, Butch. There he goes. Coffee knows. It's gone all the way for six, flat. Sweep shot, sweep slug, whatever you like. Everyone's a winner. Here is uh, Rashid. Bold! No, he's got a Quentin de Cocker's bold. A brilliant piece of bowling here from Adam Rashid. Short pulled away by Miller over mid-wicket for six. Drive sweetly through mid-wicket. Always oh, hit that so hard. That's 50 for David Miller. Beautiful. Middle of the bat. Wow. Ball of the innings then, and Jordan is in bowls. Miller hits it for six, that's why he turned the single down. Fantastic shot, it really was. A partnership of 52 there between Miller and Sipamlis, giving South Africa a chance, 256 to seven. Driven through extra cover by Johnny Bairstow, this time on the up for four. Oh, wow, completely opposite. If you are asking for some throwdowns, these last two deliveries, utter throwdowns. Short pulled away, six, four. What a nightmare over. He's gone for 20 in that over. This is the first time England have scored 
30 plus runs in the first three overs of an innings since January 2018 against Australia at the MCG. Oh goodness me, Jason Roy has just run down the track and has uh, pinned his ears back and spotted it back over long on for six. And that's been hit to mid-wicket, Johnny Bairstow's gone, he goes short and the ball has gone straight up in the air. This should be the end, it is the end for Jason Roy. Two quick wickets and it puts South Africa back in the game. Hendricks is going to start his sixth over down beneath his left arm over. Owen Morgan gets it to tangle and it's caught and bowled. Big wicket again for South Africa, it's now 86 for three. England in trouble. Player goes in, it's a short ball. Deadly goes on the ball. Has he picked out the field? And no! And he's palmed it over the bar for six. And Giddy, well, that probably sums up his day. He's had an absolute mare of a day so far. And Giddy, quite quickly, these two have recovered really well for England. Joe Root with an open stance to uh, Shamsi. Well, turn it around the corner. He's caught by Bavuberus. Leg slip. He won't bring up his 15. Joe Root made a 5.49 off just 52 deliveries. And it's through the hands of Giddy. It was a catch. And it burst through them like it, like they were wet lettuce and disappeared out to the point boundary for four. He is having an absolute minger of a day. 201 for four. Time for Lungi and Giri to give up on today. Oh, there's going to be a six. That's a terrific stroke from Joe Denley. It's a cannon into the stand of Bankstand. Joe Denley moves on to 50. 54 for him is second of the series. Gently is driving this into the offside. It's aerial. It's going to be caught out on the boundary. Honestly, can't believe Ngidi's got a wicket. Uh, Kieran Hendricks is in, and he's got a wicket. Tom Banton has nicked off. Tom Curran has swung through the line of this one, but he spooned it up in the air. It goes up, and Bavuma takes the catch. And England, all of a sudden, are seven wickets down. Three wickets for two. Ngidi is in. Rashid has got himself in a tangle and has edged it through to the keeper, and there is the first of those three. I'll take that as commentators, Chris, any day of the week. Here goes to Pamela Moen, Ali swings into the leg side. He's not got all of it, but he's got enough of it to clear the infield, and the England batsman will run one, and they will win the game. They win by two wickets. That's one of my favourite songs comes on in the background. Can't beat it. Go and go and be a chameleon, eh? Well, can't even say it. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful song. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. 
To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.